0: Hello, Set Lessing Bruce listeners. This is Jesse Jackson. Last week, I was lucky enough to be a guest on a podcast called Your Podcast or Mine. Sherry Thomas is the host of the show, and she has different podcast hosts join her, and they... Uh, talk to them about their podcast and give some information about it. And she invited me to join her. And we talked a little bit about Next Stop Everywhere and some of my other podcasts. But most of the podcast is about Set Lusting Bruce. Sherry had been on my podcast a few weeks ago, so it was kind of nice to have her return the favor and have me join hers. So in case you missed it, um, Sherry said, hey, just go ahead and send it on your feed as well. So here is um, me guesting on Sherry Thomas's Your Podcast or Mine. Hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome to Your Podcast or Mine where the creative minds behind the mic are interviewed.
2: Now, let's get things started. Here's your host, Sherry.
3: And welcome to your podcast or mine. I'm Sherry, and today I'm speaking with Jesse Jackson, the creative mind behind the podcast set lusting Bruce. How are you today, Jesse?
1: I am great. Thank you so much for having me.
3: Thanks for being on. (laughs) So um, let's start with who you are and give a brief description of uh, your podcast.
1: Sure, uh, Sherry. I am Jesse Jackson. I live in Dallas, Texas, or at least the Dallas area, and um, I'm um, an old 60-year-old guy, uh, have been a fan of all things nerdy and Greek geek is, you know, my whole life. And um, I started podcasting probably four or five years ago. And the podcast specifically that drives a lot of passion is Set Lusting Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. And what that is, is I talk to Bruce Springsteen fans from around the world about their fandom. Uh, about what Bruce's music has meant to them. Uh, We talk about different shows and just kind of that experience. And because music is so important to people's lives, uh, we end up having some interesting conversations.
3: Yeah, and um, you've become friends with, uh, there's like an entire community of uh, Bruce Springsteen fans and, uh, you know, that you've become friends with. And discuss, you know, everything Bruce and, uh, everything, you know, all of his projects, whether it's with, um, his solo career or with the E Street Band or his movies or his autobiography, things of that nature, right?
1: Absolutely. Um, the, the range of Bruce Springsteen, um, his career has been pretty wide ranging and significant. And, uh, in a lot of ways, 2019 has been the year of Springsteen. He um, he he put out a new album called Western Stars, uh, Blinded by the Light, which was a film that was released this summer that uh, actually dealt with um, young people in the United Kingdom uh, coming in age listening to Bruce's music. And then Western Stars, the film, was just released. Um last month in October, where it's kind of a concert film and part documentary, so yeah two thousand and nineteen's been a good year for the boss
3: yeah, <laughs> and you know there are uh you know news floating around that East Street will be reuniting again, hopefully soon uh to do a tour or at least you know talk about doing a tour um you know i'm i'm I was on your show and I was, you know, discussing Clarence, you know, what a big uh, impact he had on my life. And uh, I'm also a huge fan of uh, little Steven and everything that he does, too. Um, of course, Bruce too. You know, but um, the oh, you know absolutely all of the band members well, are, are amazing. Nils and Max, and you know the, the whole like the whole bunch of them are are amazing. Patty, the, all of them. So
1: yeah, and you know what's interesting, Sherry, as you mentioned that, um, you know, not only is this you could make the year of Springsteen, it's the year of the East Street Band. Nils Lofgren had a new solo album. Little Steven put out a new solo album Jake Clemens, who is Clarence's nephew who has Mm -hmm. been since Clarence's past has kind of stepped up to be originally he was part of the horn section but then uh, the last tour he was the saxophone player for the E Street Band Uh, you know he put out a solo album and so it, it, it has been a very good time to be an E Street Band fan (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, it is for sure So um, besides uh, Set Lusting Bruce Are there any other podcasts that you work on?
1: I do um, I currently um, If you ask my wife I do way too many uh, podcasts <laughs> uh, Currently I'm trying to limit it I have um, Next Stop Everywhere A Doctor Who podcast That my friend Charles Skaggs and I Have been doing for like three years Four years maybe even and um, we talk about uh, the TV show Doctor Who, both classic and modern episodes. And since there is not new Who being produced right now, um, we are going through old episodes. And I've kind of stepped back and I said, Charles, I wanted to take a break. And so he's uh, host that three of four weeks uh, where he has a guest companion talking about a classic who episode. And then about once a month I jump in and, and we talk Dr. Who together. Then Mm -hmm. Charles and I also do two comic book related episodes. We do a fandom zone podcast, which is where we discuss comic book TV. And currently we are talking the HBO uh, series Watchmen and then Titan talk, which is, an episode where, uh, the podcast where we talk about uh, the DC Universe Direct um, Titans series. But, you know, I've hosted a Castle podcast when Castle was here, was the ABC show. Um, I, we, I was part of a Game of Thrones podcast. Um, and then I have a really small podcast, Sherry, that gets maybe a hundred downloads a month, uh, but it is my friend Bob Jr., Scott, and I get together, and we talk about how many, which is where we pick a pop culture topic and kind of discuss it to death, so um, I do a few podcasts.
3: <laughs> yeah, and right now you're um, taking part in the uh, challenge that's going on, the Napod. Uh, homo challenge where you're um uh, attempting to to uh put up a podcast a day for the the month of November. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I give you credit. I give you credit for that. <laughs> uh, I know a but, couple of other people who are doing it. Um
1: <laughs> Well, Sherry, um it's kind of funny because um this earlier this year, um I was thinking about doing something different. And um, there was, uh, I I've been I was converted to Catholicism. Uh, My wife was raised Catholic, and so when we started dating, I I converted to uh, Catholic. And you know, for Lent, people either give up something for the forty days of Lent, or they the church will recommend you do something positive, like go to church an extra time a week, or do something. Kind And a lot of times there are these devotionals where you do a Bible verse and you talk about it um, every day of Lent. So I decided it would be fun to do 40 days of Springsteen so that in in for all of Lent, which, by the way, is not 40 days. It's actually 47 because you don't count the Sundays in Lent. I did not know that. Um, We did an episode every day where we picked a Springsteen lyric and then we talked about it and luckily I had listeners and fellow podcasters that picked a lyric and they joined me and so there were different voices so I figured if I've done 47 days I should be able to do 30 Um, so I I appreciate the good uh, wishes and the admiration Um, I'm doing something a little different I um, my I thought about doing Springstink lyrics again, but I'm doing um, probably 25 or 30 uh, gratitude posts. So each day I'm picking something in my life that I'm, I'm grateful for, and I'm talking about that for five or six minutes. And so it's kind of a chance for my listeners to learn a little bit more about me, hopefully for them to think about what they should be grateful for. And in the meantime, I'm mixing in regular episodes with um, – guests with, you know, different fans of Bruce. I've had writers and other things joining the show.
3: Oh, neat, neat. <laughs> so, um, Set Setless, Lusting Setless Bruce is part of, um, the Southgate Media Group. Um, how did that affiliation come about, and, um, can you tell me a little bit about them?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's, I was doing the, um, my very first podcast experience was a Farscape podcast. Farscape was a uh, show that had um, was filmed out of Australia. Um, it's mostly known for the Jim Henson Muppets, um, you know, the puppets that they play. And it is absolutely an amazing science fiction series. And uh, the Scapecast wanted to do a rewatch where – a couple of people who knew Farscape would watch an ep- episode one at a time at a week, and you would have a couple of rookies, someone who'd never seen the series. And I was doing that as the rookie, and Karen Lindsay, who is the co-host, um, mentioned at the end of a podcast, she goes, hey, Jesse, I'm thinking about doing a Castle podcast. Um, would you want to join me? And I said, yeah, you know, I'm all about Nathan Fillion. I love Firefly. That sounds fun. And um, and one of the things Karen did is I think you want – it seems like you want to learn how to host. So why don't you take lead on this podcast? She did all the editing. She did all the scheduling. But I kind of is the one who would work up the agenda and, uh, quote, unquote, drive the bus. So I was doing that. And um Rob Southgate, who was the head of Southgate Media, uh, heard a podcast. And then I was asked to join him to talk about he had a podcast called the um, uh, Tour to Cons, a different tour, different podcasts about different conventions. And I joined him on that. And just out of the blue, he emailed and he says, "I've been thinking, I want to do a Doctor Who podcast on the network. Would you be interested in hosting it? And I said, sure. And so uh, Rob um, hooked me up, and originally um, Charles and I would just would record, and then we'd send him all the information. And as I think of many podcasters start feeling, right, Sherry, that you want to be independent. So you learn how to edit, and at first you're not very good at editing, <laughs> and then once you get that, then you okay. Well, now let me learn how to post it, and now let me know how to promote it. So um, I've been working with Southgate Media probably four or five years, and uh, Rob and Martha and their daughter Molly have just have made me feel like part of the family.
3: Oh, that's really neat. And uh, didn't they put out like a a book? Then um, one of them put out a, a book about like the pod life. Just like a couple of days ago, yeah. Yeah, it sounds really
1: cool. Yeah, it was. It was – what Rob did is he got a collection of probably 35, 40 podcasters, and we all wrote a chapter of what podcasting means to us. And so he collected. He did a Kickstarter campaign, and so the book just got published. Um, it's available on Amazon in paperback, and it's am, it's available through the Kindle. Um, and so there's a lot of different podcasters in there talking about their different stories and and what motivates them about podcasting, what they enjoy about podcasting, and so it's a it's an interesting book to read. And yes, one of them, I have a very small chapter in the book. <laughs>
3: So, um going back to uh, set lusting, Bruce, how often do you release episodes and um, do you have a specific day that you put them out?
1: Yeah, so I try to record to put out an episode at least once a week uh usually on Tuesdays um, i then i'll I'll sometimes do a smaller episode on Thursday uh, you know sherry, one of the things that um because I'm an interview show by the podcast is totally based on guests and if I don't have guests and I don't have anyone to talk to I'm kind of in a world of trouble. So I tend to reach out to wonderful people like you uh, via social media and I book in advance like hey Sherry you you let's talk you join me on the podcast you we can talk about your podcast we can talk about your love of music um and so I try to book three or four guests in advance try to record three or four episodes where I always have at least two or three weeks worth of shows in the can and then that way I'm able to if I hit a dry spell where no one wants to talk to me I have at least a little bit of buffer of episodes available
3: yeah. <laughs> I get that completely. Um so uh what was the driving factor to start podcasting? Um what what uh what was the inspiration? Was there a podcast that you heard or or was it yeah. Just something
1: Yeah. Sherry, there was a couple things. One, there was a um I really was impressed by Ron Moore's Battlestar Galactica podcast he did where he kind of pulled back the curtain and talked about um, the making of the series and, and choices they made creatively. That was inspiring. Um, the Galactic Quorum was a podcast also about Battlestar Galactica and they were just three they were three or four friends that all worked together and so, after a new Battlestar Galactic episode would come out, they would take, they would go in their lunch hour, and they would put a, you know, a recorder in the middle of the table, and they would just talk. And um, I thought, you know, this is cool. It, a podcast can be very casual and enjoying that. So that's kind of inspired me. And then, the origin story of set listing Bruce, if you'll allow me to continue to babble on. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 um, I, I would, I've always been a casual fan of Bruce Springsteen, but when I went and saw him 2002, the first showing, I kind of went from fan to fanatic. And, <laughs> um, and you know, there, there's often people say that there's two kinds of people, the people that go to their first Bruce Springsteen show and go, wow, that was a long show, to – the others that go, oh, my goodness, when can I go see him again? And I was definitely the latter. And um, so a Lynette Corolla, Adam Carolla's wife, did a very – like only seven episodes of a podcast, 10th Avenue podcast, and she interviewed other celebrities about their Springsteen fandom, and they didn't talk about – you know, their career, all they talked about was being a Bruce fan and, and the music. And I loved those episodes. And I also at the same time the film Springsteen and I came out where they had uh and for those of you who've never seen this, it is a is a, it is heavily fan driven and what happened is, you know, hundreds of fans sent in video clips that they had recorded with their phone or recorder talking about what Bruce Springsteen's music means to them. And the filmmaker put it together and made a documentary. And those two things made me think, maybe, maybe I could do this instead of, you know, in the spirit of lighting a candle instead of cursing the darkness. Well, I want a podcast like Lynette's. Maybe I should be the one who did it. So I went to Rob and I said, hey, Rob, I want to do a Bruce Springsteen podcast. And and I always pick that he goes, really? What? But the reality is, is, you know, Jesse, Southgate Media is all about following your passions. So if you want to do a podcast about Bruce Springsteen, great. You want to do a podcast about bourbon, great. Whatever you're passionate about, Mm -hmm. we want to support you. And so um, I I was debating, like, okay, I want to do this. And – if I had to redo it Sherry I would probably pick a different name um, I would pick like Jackson Cage podcast because my last name's Jackson and they you know that's a Springsteen song but because um, I get a lot of questions about what does set lusting Bruce mean and it's it's simple if you understand it um, Bruce Springsteen does a long show and his set list. Change most shows. He is only 50-60% of the show tends to be the same songs. The other 40-50% change every night, and he does Mm -hmm. the songs normally in different orders every night. So because people attend shows, they often share the set list via social media, either by Twitter or on Facebook or Instagram. And so as the fan, if you're not at the show, you will maybe follow that fan that's posting. You know, there's a show in Charlotte, and you're sitting here in Dallas, and you've got, you know, Twitter up watching the show, and they're tweeting the songs, and all of a sudden, you're not set following, you start set lusting, because you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe he did this song, and I'm not there. (laughs) So that's where the title of the podcast came
0: from. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> so um, shifting to the technical side, uh, what type of equipment do you use to record and edit your shows?
1: So uh, we, I tend to use – I have a mic. Um, I don't remember the brand, but it was – I do a mic. I It's connected correctly to my computer. I currently use um, – we do most of my interviews via Skype. Uh, because I do talk to people in the United Kingdoms, um, all over the country. I have a uh, lady I'm talking to in um, Australia this weekend, so Skype works well for us. Um, I I ended up springing for the professional uh, MP3 Skype recorder. Uh, I paid for that, and so it does a really good job of recording it for me. Um, I did um, pay for a Skype phone number so that um, people who don't have Skype can call in to me from their cell number and I re- can record it. And then I use Audacity to edit. So um, I, I, I don't do as much editing as I should, Sherry. I tend to keep this as a pretty casual conversation, mm-hmm. um, you know, as I say, uh, and so, you know, I have vocal tics like everyone else. And especially when you're having a conversation with someone, so I get rid of those a little bit. But mostly, I kind of, if someone cusses, I beep it out. If if someone says something that they go, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. I I edit that out. And um, and if we get overly personal on a discussion, I sometimes will go in well. You know, my audience really doesn't need to know that, and I'll edit that out. But mostly I keep it pretty conversational so you hear all the flaws in the conversation.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I tend to prefer the organic conversation better because if you do too much editing, it, it kind of sounds that way. You know, it sounds – like, oh, that was that that part was taken out. <laughs> there was a part taken out right there, I could tell. <laughs> and oh, yeah, I, I agree right with you, there. Sherry.
1: I really do. <laughs> yeah. And part of the fun, though my first negative um iTunes review on Set Lusting Bruce was someone saying the host um needs to build a FAQ page because he tells some. He tells the same story too many times, and um, boy, that really cut me. You know, I was like, "Gosh, like, do I?" But because, like, when I've talked to you, Sherry, I, I don't know if you've heard the episodes before, and often people haven't heard the show they they haven't heard about it i reach out to them via social media they go yeah i'd love to talk bruce springsteen or or what music has meant to me and then so as we're having a conversation because it isn't an interview show it's a conversation at sometimes you end up telling the story so they'll know what to say and uh they'll know how to respond and i kind of I, i i think i could make a bruce springsteen drinking game where they could say, you know, Jesse mentions his friend Sam, take a drink. You know, Jesse mentions Linda, his wife, take a drink. So, But I think that's part of the charm of the show, at least I hope it is.
3: Oh, sure. Because people who are are listening and who are fellow, you know, who follow the show, they want to get to know you, and they do know you if they have been. So they're going to expect to hear something about your wife or um, you know th- the experience that you had at a show or something you know <laughs> so I, I, think that's I, totally part of, I think I totally agree I think that's think, part of like growing the audience too
1: and and Sherry I honestly believe that you know more than professional like absolutely the, the podcast has to sound good you have to have a high quality they have to be able to understand what you say and it you you know it should be mixed well enough that you know you don't you 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 don't have to turn it up all the way high and then the next minute turn it back down to make a podcast successful but i think the reality is people want to spend time with you and whether your podcast is 30 minutes or an hour if you're not likable if you're not genuine people aren't going to want to spend that time with you and so i think that's what i like about podcasts when i listen to podcasts i want to hear people that um care what they're talking about and they sound like they're having fun and if they're not i just don't know i mean i i you know Sherry obviously you not only are a podcaster but you're a listener a podcaster and so i'm sure you've had the experience where you were listening to a podcast and all of a sudden you're like these these hosts don't seem to like anything and i don't know if i want to spend my time with someone who's just criticizing something because I, there's enough negativity out there i'm going to go somewhere else
3: mhm Oh yeah for sure and also i i'm I'm a very like blunt to the point person i I tend to listen to podcasts who get to the the subject fairly quickly rather than fifteen minutes of you know discussion about going out for coffee in the morning before they post the interview with you know so and so musician or actor because that's why I'm listening to the podcast, to to listen to the interview with the person that they have as a guest, not necessarily the to hear about their Starbucks trip, you know? <laughs> I mean some some shows some shows it fits, but there's a, a a time limit where you know like my time is precious i'd rather listen to music than listen to the interview if i have to listen up you know about the starbucks trips so <laughs>
1: yeah i i'm right there with you i um and there are people that have um a really good banter back and forth and i enjoy spending time with them but it is I can't tell you how often um i'm gonna I'm gonna listen to an interview with someone and I'm hitting the thirty second skip button, you know like okay they're are they gonna get to the interview like I've given you enough time setting it up um and let's move on um so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm right there, and the other thing i I believe you can say something like it's okay to say you don't like let's let's pick on doctor who there are times when um i don't like an episode and i said that um we just had an episode of the titans that both charles and i both said you know this is not a very good episode we we are kind of disappointed in it um so i don't think you have to be pollyanna and suzy sunshine all the time but i right, do think right. if you if you don't like things most of the time, then move on to another topic and start a podcast about something you do enjoy
3: exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> agreed definitely you know and and I think it it depends on um also the people that you interview as well like i i'm not sure if you have experienced um jesse but in in some and I haven't experienced it that often, but there are times where someone's very eager to get on the show, whether it's this podcast or another one that I host or or just, you know, in general. And then you get them on the show and you ask them a question and it's one or two words and your interview with them turns out to be five or ten minutes and it's very frustrating because you're trying to extract information out of them and it's just not happening even though they're like very enthusiastic in in the beginning about getting on the, the show have you experienced that at all
1: oh my goodness sherry yes <laughs> um especially early in the podcast and um I I had to – I wasn't very good at drawing people out one of the first couple episodes, and so I kind of learned, I think, doing a little better at it. But my favorite story is – and there was a guy on, and he was good. I mean he he told nice stories, but after about 30, 35 minutes – he seemed to be out of gas and that's not bad. Usually my podcast lasts 45 minutes to an hour, but it was fine. It's okay to be, you know, it doesn't have to be, everyone doesn't have to be an hour. And, and so it was good. And so um, I, I wrapped it up and I did, you know, I, I let him share where he could be reached at and I shared where he could reach at, And so I, I hit stop on record and I go, hey, did you have a good time? He said, yeah. He said, I had a great time. He said, you know, if I'm on again, I should tell the story about how I went drinking with the members of the Eastery Street Band. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, how do you bury that story? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're on a Springsteen podcast. and. And I think it just he hadn't thought about it or he was nervous, and with the moment he knew he wasn't being recorded, it was something he brought up. And so I now throw that um, – so, Sherry, is there anything that I haven't asked you that perhaps
3: I should have? <laughs> yeah, like – Jake Clemens walked up to my friend and I in the bar in New York City and told us that we were the most attractive girls in the place. Yeah, exactly. That that happened to to one of my friends and I in New York City, uh, in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So, <laughs> and we were like, yes. oh, cool. <laughs> so.
1: Sure. I mean, how wouldn't it? And so, um. You know, the other frustration thing I have, Sherry, is um, I get a lot of people when I reach out to them, oh, Jesse, I don't have an interesting story. And you know, my point is, all of us have different stories. I mean, Bruce's music or music in general. Um, I'm going to have a guy on the show um, in a couple of weeks that's going to talk about Electric Light Orchestra and Jeff Lynn that he just loves their music, and so I'm going to have him talk about that music. So I get people with other musical uh, fandoms. um, I call them B-side episodes, and um, but every once in a while I get people. Well, I just don't have any interesting stories to tell, and I'm like, no, you're, you know, I had the, I had a lady that's wonderful that um went to australia to see four or five springsteen shows but she's like nah i don't have anything as interesting you went across the world to hear the band that alone is a good story
3: mhm exactly exactly <laughs> so um besides podcasting uh if you have the time to listen to them, which ones do you indulge in or or like to listen to on the commute or just, you know, puttering around the house or whatever. <laughs> if you have the time to
1: No, there there are so many and I kind of have to um you know, rotate through. Um I love Wesleyan Weekly. Um I, I'm a big Aaron Sorkin fan. And uh, Josh Malin and her Rishi um, are going, you know, they're up to the last season of West Wing. And I, I really love that episode of those, those podcasts. Um, I, Penn Sunday School um, is a podcast that um, is really just, you know, Penn Gillette, um, Michael Godot, Matt Donnelly, just talking. And that is the actual, um, you know, how you were talking about, you necessarily don't want to hear people talking about Starbucks. And I'm right there with you, except hearing these guys do it are pretty fun. Uh, So I listen to that one on a regular basis. Um, I go in and out of the um, We've Got This with Hal and uh, Mark, uh, that's the they take a topic like window or all seat and debate it back and forth, and I think that's a, a really fun uh, podcast. Um, Music Talks is a podcast that um, Terry Smith, who is was originally um, a guest on my show, and he came up and his is a very interesting premise. Um, Sherry, you should have him on your podcast as well especially your music one uh the premise is you pick a song from every decade of your life that you've been alive and so that's it so like i was born in 59 it's 19 uh you know it's 2019 that means i've been alive seven decades i get to pick seven songs one for the 50s one for the 60s one for the 70s blah 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 and that was it there is no other discussion there is no other rules And so you decide yourselves what you want to pick. Um, And then there are multiple Springsteen podcasts. Uh, Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet, uh, which uh, I I love. Uh, There is um, the Boss Cast. Um, There is the – I'm going to forget one. They have some new ones. Uh, So I, I try to listen to all my cousin podcasts. Um, and that's, that's a good start. I'm always looking <laughs> yeah. for new podcasts and listen. I'm really looking forward to, I have listened to a couple of these and uh, I'm looking forward to your music podcast that's coming out. Oh, uh,
3: well, it, it actually has been out. So, um, look for it. <laughs> I, I'll send you the I link. Will. <laughs> I'll good. send you the yeah. link. But, uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, going back to the Starbucks talk yes, like you you mentioned if it is done well and it's humorous and they have a good uh rapport with each other, and you could tell but it and it's done well then yes i I enjoy it but uh <laughs> but if there's like a, a a primary goal of of why I'm listening to the podcast then you know, it tends to frustrate me a little bit more, but I'll I'll listen to it. <laughs> but, no, I uh,
1: I totally get, I, I I totally understand what you're saying, because um, you know there'll be an interview with um, Bruce or an actor I want to hear, and um or a writer, and they spend 10, 15 minutes kind of. You know, it is like watching the late night talk shows where, okay, I got to sit through the monologue. I got to sit through the first little bit that they have before they get to the person that they're interviewing that I want to hear about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let's just skip through all that part and just get to the interview and spend longer with those persons. Yeah. Um, and yeah.
3: Yeah. And yeah, there's really o- only one person that I'll watch the monologue and, and enjoy maybe two, but <laughs> there's only yeah. one late night host that I watch the whole monologue and I love. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, so. um, and, yeah, it's exactly. So, um, I'm right there with you.
3: <laughs> but, um, getting back to the podcasting part about, uh, what would you say, uh, let's start with like the the not so fun question. Um, what's the most challenging part about podcasting?
1: That is um, good question. I would say finding the guests, um, being embarrassed because you mess up the times, and so someone sits there, Hey, Jesse, are we talking? Are we talking? Um, Pulling back the curtain, (laughs) I did that to you last week.
0: Um, No, no,
3: no, no, no. Well, that's very challenging, especially if you're in a a different time zone. (laughs) You kind of have to, like, wait, is it two hours behind or three hours behind or are they 12 hours ahead of me? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And then um, the... Um, trying to um what I get challenged about is and this is probably burying my soul more than I should, is I'll do an episode that I'm really proud of. I feel like that the guest had a really good stories, like I had Shelley Swanson the rock and roll librarian on once, yeah
3: he. Yeah.
1: Uh, Great lady had a wonderful discussion. We had so much fun, and not even a blip on the amount of downloads. And um, and I have to remind myself, and my wife does a good job of this, because she's like, "Okay, Jesse, remember you said you're just doing this for fun. Why are you getting caught up in the fact that you know not enough people are listening?" And I go, "You're right. I, I should just." You know, this is for fun for me. It's not a job. I don't make money off of it. Just do the best show you can and appreciate the audience that you have. So I think that is what I struggle with sometimes because so many people um, I feel like that I'm interviewing have such um, great stories. I want more people to hear them. I want more Uh, fans of music and positivity Um, you know I had a lady um, you know I I, um, we had the lady who's the Dutch Courtney Cox on a a few months ago and she told about the story about getting a picture and meeting Bruce and I've had people who um, you know were going through a horrible divorce and Bruce's music made them you know survive it and I just I want as many people to hear these stories to feel uplifted as possible.
3: Well, that's amazing. I, I love that part. And, yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm in it for the fun, too. But if you have a really amazing conversation with someone, you want everyone to listen to it. So, <laughs> But you yeah. have to remember that it's the most fun that you've had. So, yeah, I I understand that. <laughs> I understand that completely. Um, and and you know sometimes the ones that, that that were the most challenging turn out to be like <laughs> the most downloaded ones. It's like really yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, um uh,
1: yeah. Last September was Bruce's seventieth uh, birthday, and so I decided it would be fun to take to ask people to get um different listeners to wish him happy birthday. And so um it it took a while to get that going. Like for a while there I only had like five people that had left voicemails. And I'm like, okay, you know, what do I gotta do? What do I gotta do? Ended up getting um over eighty voices from fourteen different countries leaving messages. So it took a long to get ro- a while to get rolling, but it ended up being a success.
3: Mm-hmm. So on the flip side, what is the best part about podcasting?
1: My absolute favorite part, um, Sherry, is when um, you – couple things. One, when you – someone who is a listener emails you and says, hey, Jesse, I'm really liking the show. Let me tell you my Bruce story, and they'll send a few notes in the email – And I'll reply back and go, hey, would you want to join me on the show? And they go, yeah, that would be fun. And you end up having a great discussion. And then um, the other time is when I'll have someone like yourself who's another podcaster or someone who writes a book or someone who's a blogger. And um, we connect and we have a good discussion and we we get to share – we get to promote something we both love. So like you were kind enough to be on my podcast and, and we got to share your passion and what you love about podcasting. And now then in return, I'm getting to be on yours. Um, That's the best part is when you can, you're part of this network of Springsteen fans and podcasters and helping each other makes me smile. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah definitely definitely so uh for any aspiring podcasters what tips or suggestions would you give to them
1: so the first thing to do is pick a topic that you're passionate about and because you're if you're going to do this you're going to have to do it a lot and and if you pick a topic you're not that much in love with you're going to get bored um i read a study Once I read this, that most podcasts don't last seven episodes because the host runs out of energy, he runs out of stories, um, she runs out of um, energy. So um, you want to pick a topic that you feel you will enjoy discussing and that there's some depth to it. Um, Then get it out there and don't be afraid. Just don't, don't worry if you don't sound professional to begin with. Don't worry if you've got a lot of stutterings and uhs. Um, get it out there. Get listening and build. Um, you know, uh, there are a lot of Facebook groups out there that will help podcasters. Just get out there and, and make it happen and, and do it because you love it. Not necessarily because, you know, you want to be the next, you know, um, you know, Kevin Smith in Smodcast, right?
3: Yeah, or uh Joe Rogan or yeah yeah. Because yeah. it's not gonna happen for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless it's you're not. like really super lucky, yeah. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah, I I understand that, and and the you know as far as like the pod feed is concerned too, a lot of people just give up too. They don't think that they have enough listeners. It, it takes a while to build an audience, and you know, it, and even if you're reaching like five people per podcast, it, it's five people that you're reaching out to that are, are taking the time out of their day to listen to you and want want to so that's how I feel about that you know sometimes it, I, it I, takes a while.
1: It does Sherry and that's so well said that um, you know um, you want to you know share connect with your audience. I One of the things that uh, does frustrate me is it, often I feel like this is a one way discussion. Um, I have an email address. I have Um, you know, Twitter, and I have a website, and I do not get enough feedback returned to me. I would love to hear more from my audience of what they like, what they don't like. Um, For that reason, I, you know, I would love to have a little more dialogue. So, so yeah, Um, listeners, if you like a podcast, you know, drop a note or to the podcaster or go to, send them a tweet saying, hey, I really like this episode because I, I will tell you, it means the world to them.
3: Oh, for sure. I can relate with that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So speaking of uh, your social media pages, uh, where can people find you or how can people listen to Seth Lusting Bruce or, or your other podcasts?
1: Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, I have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. It is not very fancy. Um, but it is, I have joined the nineties is what I've told people by having a website. Um, if you do <laughs> Google set Lessing Bruce, um, you know, podcast it will come up any there, um, there is a link from the website where you can listen to the different episodes. Um, you know, I'm in all the, Normal podcast um, places, you know Stitcher and iTunes and everywhere else. You anywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, Seth Lessing Bruce is there. Um, I have my personal Twitter is at Jesse Jackson DFW. I added the DFW because for longest time I was just at Jesse Jackson, and I got ugly political rants named at me from conservatives who said you. You damn Jesse Jackson! And I'm like, no, no, I'm not the civil rights leader. I'm a, I'm a guy from Texas, crazy about Springsteen. Um, the show uh, at Set Lessing Bruce is on Twitter, uh, and um, we have a Facebook page, Set Lessing Bruce. Uh, if you um, and from there, you can also hear uh, Next Stop Everywhere by Doctor Hupas, as Titan Talk, which is the Titan podcast. And uh, if you just feel like um hearing four guys talk about weirdness, um my the how many podcasts on the Southgate media, like I says, is just four guys sitting there picking a product topic, and if we get seven downloads, we are thrilled.
3: <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> so if someone wants to be a guest on a podcast to talk about uh, Bruce Springsteen and how they feel about him or if they have a unique story that they like to discuss, um, where can they contact you uh, to to potentially do that?
1: I would love that. Nothing would make me happier. Uh, setlustingbruce at gmail.com. Um Send me there and just share, you know, your thoughts, what you want to do. Uh, we'll sit down and figure out a schedule. Um, like I said, I, I usually record mostly at night because I have a day job, but I, and, and you don't have to just to be, you know, Bruce Springsteen. Um, like if I've had people talk, um, you know, Pearl Jam, I've had them talk Daryl Hall and John Oates. Uh, we've done a John Hyatt, a Harry Chapin, So I'd love to hear anyone who's passionate about music. And I always get a few people on Facebook who, uh, Bruce Springsteen, he's overrated. Oh, I can't stand him. And I always tell those people, join me on the show. I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm not going to try to change your mind. I just would love to hear why you think that. So, um, yeah, open forum. I'd love for... Um, some of your listeners who are passionate about music, email me and we'll get you on the show.
3: Awesome. So, Jesse, any closing thoughts you'd like to share to people listening to this podcast uh, who may be listeners of yours or who are discovering your podcast for the first time?
1: Um, I believe that every Bruce Springsteen fan in the world has a story to share, and it is my duty to get as many of those out in the world as possible. Um, If you have listened to the podcast and enjoyed it, thank you. If you've listened to it and didn't care for it, shoot me an email and let me know why. Um, And just, I will end with, if you enjoy any podcast, I really do suggest you, every podcast has some way to connect them, whether it's an email, whether it's a webpage, whether it's comments under, um you know go to them and tell them what you like about the show let them know that they're being heard and that you like what they're doing because you will make their day and i just want to thank you i think you i love the idea of this show you are giving people other podcasters the chance to promote themselves and to kind of share their passion and you do such a wide range of podcasters on here. And so I, I just think what you're doing is great, Sherry, and I, I'm really honored you
0: asked me to join you.
3: Oh, well, thank you so much, Jesse, for coming on to uh, your podcaster mine. I really appreciate it. And uh, to those listening, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.